0: Maybe just, if we can, just keep our eyes closed just for a moment and just, let's just behold Him, the giver of life, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. I just felt even for us now, like, to look to Him and say, Jesus, Jesus, I'm yours again. I'm yours again. It's not about me. It's not about the venue or the time. It's all about you. The one that came to this earth to die, that I can live. We behold you now, Lord. Our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. And have your way, Lord. This is your church, Lord. You're building your church, Lord. To the sense of the Lord, yeah, I just want Him to speak to us, man, and us just to be open to hear what He has to say. Good Lord. Good. I did ask Him to stay a bit, and it's good. Do <laughs> you feel like your time has come, then. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I actually had a few words this morning. Um, early hours of the morning I was praying and I felt the Lord play a few people on my heart. I don't know if there's a Michael. A Michael in... No ways. Okay. So I got a pretty word for you. I mean, that was part of it, um, but I'm doing, I wrote it down this morning. I know Vincent. Vincent's not here. He's one of the other guys. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, Michael. Are you ready? Sure. I do feel this is from the Lord, and I feel like you are a man that needs to encourage his church. Because he's encouraged you. And even while you were playing, I felt like, just keep going, keep going. Because there's a, a gift that the Lord has given you. And it is to encourage these people, these church. So I want to almost call that out and say, don't hold back. When you feel something with somebody, go and encourage him because it's from the Lord. Um, bring the word, bring the encouragement. Um, yeah. Okay. Welcome, Michael. That's such, like, a, it's so like cool when the Lord speaks and, yeah, okay, so let me continue. Um, Patrick is not here as well. Patrick, I saw last year. Okay, I have to come back and give him nice words. Okay, um, so as, yeah, as I said, my um, title was um, Being an Alien and i feel like we are all aliens we are aliens but to put it in, in nicer english we are strangers strangers of this world and the scripture that i want to use um it's 1 chronicles 29:15 says for we are strangers before you and sojourners so as all our fathers were our days on the earth are like a shadow and there is no abiding so that Speaks of that we do not abide in the things of this world. We do not abide in things that we can see here, um, and we gotta abide things of of, of Christ. Um, and as we know in John fifteen, we abide in the Father. And this is the thing that I want to call us out to: is not that we are here for for man's sake or for the world to be uh, liked by the world or liked by our friends even. We are actually sojourners, we are aliens. We should look different. We should be those who who when we speak to people at school or work, they're like, No, that that guy's weird. You know? Uh, He's weird but in a in a different way. I'm not saying go and be weird for the sake of being weird, like, Oh look at me, I'm Jesus, you know No, I'm saying our tone, the way we behave, the way we speak about things of this world shouldn't be that of, hey man, I, I like this guy because he speaks my thing, like how we gonna build business together, are we gonna make money together? Are we gonna, you know, raise our kids the way, this way or that way? But they should be like, Man, he's talking about another kingdom. He he's like different. He's weird, he's a stranger, he's in our office but he keeps talking about things that we don't talk about because we are strangers. We are aliens. So we're not yet to build a legacy or to abide in things of this world. We leave those things for the world because they are of this world. The word says that we are not of this world. So we don't abide in things of this world. We don't buy houses for the sake of comfort. And I'm not saying don't buy a house. Buy a nice property here in Pinest, But we've got to go and say, Lord, what are you saying? Why must I buy this house? What's the sake of me being at this company? What What's the reason for me teaching or being an entrepreneur? Is it for this kingdom or is it for your kingdom? And I know some of us might be doing that. I'm just here to encourage, like Michael is going to do continually. <laughs> Michael, I got here now you now <laughs> But you know what I mean? And this is because we have given our lives to Jesus Christ. Yes? Okay. (laughs) Amen. So it's not about fancy things or finances. And like I said, we should sound like aliens. We should sound different. John the Baptist, him himself was known for being an alien, doing weird things or strange things. Um, and I'm, again, it's not saying go and do it intentionally for the sake of being weird. But it's simply because Jesus Christ came to this earth and said, "Tony, I'm going to die for you. So would you receive my love? And what greater love is this than when a man lays his, down, his life down for his brother. And through that, we can be strangers for, him, for his name's sake. And when Peter speaks in um, Acts, we're going to get there now, but there's an exchange that happens. And I know we've been speaking about baptism of late, but there's an exchange that happens when I say, Yes, Jesus, my life is now yours. It's literally, it's no longer Sherman. So Sherman's life is done, it's gone it's not Christ that lives inside of me is the one so my story i when i testify about the things that i used to do it was all about i used to i did this i did that but my story becomes history and his story then continues his story goes you know jesus is doing this in my life jesus is doing that it's not no longer i who lives it's christ who lives in me so I'm advancing his kingdom now. It's not about me anymore. I'm, I'm working for his kingdom. I'm, yes, I might be working for a boss or my, myself or whatever, but in that, I'm saying, church, here's the money. Church, here's the money. It's yours. Because I'm building his kingdom for his name's sake. I'm putting in the hours at work for his name's sake, not for my fancy house. And I'm not saying, don't get a fancy house. <laughs> but are you saying, Lord, I'm going to buy this house because I want community to happen in this house. I want people to fellowship in this house. This is the reason why I'm buying this house. This is the reason why this lounge is so big. It's because when the elders call a meeting, they can have the lounge because it belongs to the king and his kingdom. It's not for me and my comfort, because we know when we start getting comfortable in front of Netflix, and you know, it just becomes a scroll and a scroll, and there's nobody visiting. And all of a sudden, there's no one coming into your home anymore. Your friend, your your kids, don't have friends anymore that are godly, because they're now watching TV together all the time, becoming comfortable there at home, and it becomes this downward spiral of going. Oh, can maybe do online church, you know, because it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's a lie from the enemy. I'm not saying you cannot watch some stuff now and then. But the fellowship. The fellowship is what God wants. He builds us up when we sharpen each other. We have those conversations after the meeting. Or before the meeting. Hey, how's, how's your life? I'm sure a TV won't ask us that. <laughs> how's your life? You know, Peter said in, in Acts... Guys, I just want to put something out there. I speak, I'm a school teacher, for those who don't know. I say to my my learners often, guys, do you know that scripture? It says there's a time and place for everything. So there's a time where I need to, well, I make jokes. Quick, short story, quick one. Someone came a couple of weeks ago. They uh, were quite a prophetic couple. And they said, one of the first things they picked up, just before we continue, she's feeling the Lord say that Sherman, you are funny. The Lord feels that you are funny. And I'm like, what? I always knew it, but now it's confirmed by the Lord, and it doesn't matter if my wife laughs anymore, you know? Now it doesn't matter. Now I can I can make jokes, but there's also a time and place for me to make jokes, right? And there's also a time for us to not make jokes and I feel like just bear with me I know some of you might not know me but I I do like making jokes I am funny (sighs) not because you said it (laughs) but I can claim that but at the same time I do feel there's a seriousness about what's going on and I think you know with the rugby going on there's a lot of rugby fans and there's some that's not fans and part of the reason why the fans can't cheer is because they don't know the rules of the game. But if you knew the rules of the game, you would cheer a bit more. And if you knew what our nation, South African nation, went through, and now where we are now, you would cheer even a bit more. And the, the camaraderie and the you know, buying of t-shirts and all that becomes more real. And it's the same for us in the kingdom. When we don't understand some things of the kingdom, we're just like, oh, I got baptized last week. I'm good. No, no. There's so much more that has happened than just getting underwater and coming out. There's there's a dying to self. There's a spiritual thing. This morning, we heard a story of, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to do justice to it. But in the spiritual realm, there's something happening when you say, I no longer live for myself. I now live for Jesus Christ. There's something happening and I don't want us to leave here to be like, Oh, it was just a nice message. It's something where God himself is saying, I'm speaking to you today. He's speaking to me as well. This whole week he's been speaking to me and I'm not preaching out of a place of the known. I'm coming to the place of like, like all of us, Lord, I want to know more. I want to know more. So Peter, Peter says in Acts two thirty seven to 39, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the forgiveness of your sins. And here's that thing of understanding a little bit more. He says, not only for that, but you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it's like, what? I'm not just dying to suffer. I'm actually getting a gift now. I'm actually getting Jesus Christ inside of me. Because Jesus, when he said, I'm going to leave something better. you are like, what? How can, how can I get something better than Jesus Christ? He says, I will leave you the Holy Spirit. So if you've risen your hand and said, yes, Lord. And you've confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that Jesus Christ died for you. And you made that exchange. You've already said, yes, I received the Holy Spirit. I received this gift. And then what happens is last week and weeks to come is that i now live out of obedience because of this prompting and i know if some of us had that prompting me like man I, I know i need to get baptized now because no not because of your good works it's because of the holy spirit living inside of you there's a spiritual thing happening okay, so let us not leave you just being like it's another thing there's a spiritual battle Happening. Sure. And he says. He continues. He says. For the promise is for you. And for your children. And for all who are far off. Everyone whom the Lord calls to himself. So it's not only for you. And many times in the scriptures. Where we see the jailer gets um, saved. And then his wife. And then the children and then and then and then the last 10 years i've been able to see from my wife getting saved to myself to mom to dad and it's all happened in the space of 10 years and just because there's something that has happened my kids are speaking about jesus they're wanting to get baptized and they ate five three years old like what is this they are being aliens. They are being aliens. They're being raised to be aliens. And that's for all of us. Not for... You know, if you don't like the word alien, then that's okay. Be a stranger. Okay? <laughs> be a stranger. And yeah, and the thing about being a stranger is that it's not for us to to do it out of our own works. It's because we, we no longer live. When people... Especially my wife, when she sees me, she should be like, oh, Jesus has entered. She doesn't often say it. She, she, she's never said it, but, <laughs> but that's my goal in life because I don't want to be that Sherman anymore. And yes, there's times where I'm lazy, lazy like Adam. And then I'm like, "But that's not the spirit inside of me. That's the flesh that's the Sherman man. So there's a constant battle. There's a constant battle. Because we're still in this world. And that's why we sing those songs. <laughs> when I walk into his presence. Oh Lord. What a glorious day. No more fighting this flesh Sherman guy. That can get very really, um, in himself. You know. But Jesus himself. So we he's our example. He sat with the tax collectors. He sat with the sinners. People were like, huh? be weird. But this is what he did. He was being a stranger. He was being a stranger. Um, I'm gonna go all over my notes here, of course. I spoke a bit about church, it wasn't part of my notes. We've got to be transformed every day every day from that that um, Sherman guy to Holy Spirit because he wants us to be more like Christ every day it's a daily thing so I want I want to say this to us that it didn't just happen when you got saved and it didn't just happen when you got baptized it's a continuation of His story being portrayed in our lives. His story continuing for His name's sake, for His kingdom. So there is sometimes a repentance of, this is what I did. Because I actually tapped into this guy, the flesh. And Jesus even speaks to the disciples and He says, the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing. So that same spirit inside of you is willing to transform you still today. I am currently working a few schools in the Belhar area. So I would wake up in the morning, like what I'd probably call anxiety. Like, I have no idea what the day is going to hold for me. Because I might, like 40 learners in a class, and I was saying earlier this morning, like five of them, I have discipline thirty five oh no up, oh no up, oh no, up oh. and then uh, fifteen minutes later, I taught nothing. feel like the worst teacher ever, because I haven't gotten anything across, and God's like, but it's got my spirit, and I'm like,, Lord, have mercy on me, and in that moment, I got a choice, and we all have choices I've got a choice to go. I'm gonna go Sherman's way, shouting, and just increasing that anxiety and going. Or I'm gonna go to the one that says, be anxious about nothing. Be anxious about it. the Holy Spirit is anxious about nothing. And then I'm like, your arms are blown away. Wow. I'm fine. I'm gonna make it through this day. I'm gonna make it come, Lord. And then, guess what? Two minutes later, Meneer, what is your gospel? Oh, you want to speak about the gospel, my boy? I'm going to give it to you. You know what I mean? Because the Holy Spirit is alive. It's not just a thing. And I know there's sensationism going around saying, the Holy Spirit and the gifts and everything is only for that time. But we can chat about this afterwards. The Bible says that it's for us to come. For us to come. Until. You know when it's going to come to an end? When we're standing before him. That's the end that they were speaking about. When we stand before him. That's where we don't have to fight this fleshly thing. Because it's all there. In his glory. It's done. Okay. Okay. So when Jesus said. That he will leave us the Holy Spirit. He said the Holy Spirit will convict us of sin. So our. Our. Our thing is this, come and search me. Where is this sin in my life, Lord? Because he'll convict us, not condemn us. There's a difference. The enemy, the devil, condemns. I'm such a bad person. The guilt and the shame takes over. But the Lord, by his spirit, says, Oh boy, that Sherman that you're tapping into, I'm this side. I'm tapping into my spirit. And I'm like, okay, Lord, forgive me. He says, he washes me clean. Done. Not this, oh, there, there, comfort me. Even though he's a comforter, we don't go into that place because we are sons and daughters. He's come. Convicts us of sin, of righteousness, of the truth. He's our guide. Whatever he hears, he will speak. How many times in the day can we actually say, Lord, speak to me? The whole time. The whole time. Like even now, when we started, the Lord was speaking. And he's still speaking. Even now, and I know, some of us might be going like, "There's that one or two things that are happening? I'm like, no, what is Sherman talking about? Too many jokes. It's a distraction. You put it out there. Always going, that thing. That's the thing. It's keeping you from hearing my voice. My son, my daughter. Because he convicts us. He declares what's to come. He glorifies the son. He's our counselor. My question to us with that. If the Holy Spirit is our counselor, what do we do now in our human ways? We go to counselors and we say, speak to me, right? And I'm here to speak. How many times do we do that with the Holy Spirit? How often do we do that? Okay, I'm listening. Because you're my counselor. You're going to speak to me. Like the thing with my anxiety in the morning. (laughs) Lord, I've got 30 minutes to dive into into this school. 30 minutes. Speak to me. Help me. What do I need to do? Do I pray before my class? Do I pray during my class? Do I pray after? Or do I pray all the time? Pray all the time. And I know, and I know, who wants to pray? No. I want to think about this soccer game or that rugby game. Rather, go and scroll this Facebook or that. <laughs> but again, it's the fleshly man. Sometimes we got to fight the flesh and say, I'm going to pray. The Holy Spirit even intercedes for us. He's our counselor. So he's available all the time. All the time. Sorry, um, I am also talking to you guys inside. (laughs) He's our leader. And have we asked him to lead us and to actually follow his lead? And it's not a thing of, I'm going to buy this house. Can you join me? It's, should I buy this house? Lead me to buying this house. Should I resign my job? Should I give this money or that money? Should I say this? Should I say that? Sometimes it's that basic. I'm speaking to Donnie, but I'm thinking about the Lord's ways and saying, How's it been? Michael, Becca, good. Encourage. What is he saying? How are we building? Because it's no longer us. And I think the more we get to that place, we can live freely as as aliens, as strangers. Um, The power of the Holy Spirit is there to heal the sick. Love. Love. Huh? Love. Like, imagine loving your enemy, the guy that smacks you. enables us to love. He gives us that ability to go, you know what? You drove in front of me while I was in a hurry. I almost knocked you. But I love you. Genuinely. No one can do that. But through the Spirit. Anybody. Says, word says that it's impossible with man. All things are possible with Christ. All things. He's there for miracles. Huh? Miracles, you know what? Okay. Just calm down. At the same time, we have the ability to quench the spirit. In In this afternoon's meeting, we had the ability to quench the spirit. We could have been like you know what i'm not going to raise my hands i'm not going to do what donnie said about my lips if he felt that was from the spirit and we decided we're not going to do that we could be quenching the spirit. so what does quenching look like it's shutting it down and actually tapping into the flesh sometimes it's in our minds sometimes our logic quenches the spirit because it should look like this A meeting on a Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock should look like this. Announcements and this and this and this. And then we're going to go home and just check the rugby score. It should look like this because the kids must be in Bath at this time and they must. So where's the room for the spontaneous Holy Spirit move? We could be like, even now you're sitting like, your time is up. You know, you could be like, "Oh, it's like a and liquor," but your time's up, man. I must go. Could be that the Holy Spirit still wants to do something. Are we available? And that's what it's got to be. If we want to walk in a relationship with Jesus constantly, it's got to be that. Okay, Lord, I put everything aside for you. Every thought, every action, everything aside for you and your kingdom. And if it means that I need to go to bed at 12 tonight, let it be. Because I want to advance your kingdom. Why? Because of what Jesus did for you. That's what it comes down to. What he's done for you and what he's going to do. And the hope of one day seeing you face to face again. Okay. But I am going to wrap it up soon, okay? We quench your spirit. When we diminish his personality and speak of him as an abstract power or just something else. We quench his spirit whenever we neglect or overlook the features of his multifaceted ministry. We quench his spirit whenever we suppress Or even the spiritual gifts. When we start to believe that it was only for them. We quench him many ways. In small. Okay. So, I'm going to call things out and I want you to see if it resonates. You know, it resonates like, oh, that's the one. That's the one. Or it could be, oh, that's the three. That's the three. Okay. Because he gave us gifts. When you got saved, when you raised your hand, and I know we're being saved. But at the same time, if there's something... That is given you. He's saying there's more. There's always more. And Jim brought the word that there's an activation that needs to take place as well. So, in 1 Corinthians twelve seven, we Speak about the, um, the Bible speaks of the, the spiritual gifts. Words of knowledge. To know something specific without having learned it by natural means. I see that. Word of wisdom. A divine answer or solution for a particular event. Discerning of spirits. To made aware of the presence of a demonic spirit. Prophecy. A message of encouragement from God. Through a person. Gifts of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. Gift of faith. This gift is different than faith unto salvation. Share a quick story. Um, what will happen is sometimes you will go through something. And it's not for your sake. Even though it's, it's tough. It's probably for someone in the church. And you're like, but Lord, why was I go through this? Because you said you're not loving for yourself. Saying I want to be used by the King of Kings. So many times I stood on the side of the road without petrol or my battery just seized, or I actually didn't know why cars just stopped. And a couple of weeks ago, stopping the kids at school, and it was a perfect opportunity to experience something that this gentleman had experienced. i standing on the side of the road. He's got pulled over. And I'm like, mm, the mechanic in me, she knows nothing, goes and I say, okay, Lord, I know what this guy's going through. I've experienced it. In the rain, stormy weather, stood still many times. We didn't understand it then. When I go to, up to this guy, I'm like, How are you, sir? I'm Sherman, by the way. Um, how can I help? It's like, I have no idea what's going on with this car." man. I'm like, mm, me too. But it's that compassion that stopped me on the side of the road. The fact that I knew what he was going through just made me stop. I said to him, I think his name is Walter. Not Walter, I don't know. I can maybe go to the garage for you, get some petrol. He's like, no, the gauge is actually gone. That's fine. Okay, that, that was my <laughs> my help that I could give. Then I remembered. What is in control over everything? I said to him Walter I'm gonna pray for this call. Do you mind, and Walter's line. Mm. He's an alien, and I'm like, Lord. He says, "Yeah, you can go." This doesn't work. I'm seeing more of an alien, like you know. But anyway, driven by compassion, I pray for the call, Lord. I don't know what's going on in this car. Neither does Walter. But we know that you know. Why don't you come and let this car stop? Jesus' name. basic. basically. I said to Walter, start the car, man. Walter's like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, because <laughs> that's what we prayed, <laughs> You know? And he's like, okay. And he literally goes. starts the car. The car starts. And there's nothing I can say to Marty. because We both shocked. <laughs> now I'm a mechanic. Call me anytime. But the thing was, the thing was, I looked into Walter's eyes afterwards. I could see something about Jesus. That dropped into me, and I didn't feel to pray for him afterwards. I didn't feel to lead him to the Lord. I didn't feel to do anything. But say, may the Lord bless you, like He's blessed me. Many times I've started my car, and we just start, and sometimes we didn't. But the fact that I even have a car, and I was driven out of compassion to stop. I want to say to us, all these gifts that I read out, doesn't matter. you do not have love, if you do not have love, just be a noisy gong. Be a weird alien. Let us not be weird aliens. Let us be aliens. So in closing, I don't know, feel like we need to pray specifically for gifts or to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because I feel like if you've given your heart to the Lord, you would really have the Holy Spirit. But, 2 Timothy 1.6 For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying of my hands. And maybe even now, maybe if I can ask us to close our eyes. I want to first speak to those guys. Maybe you've come here and there wasn't an exchange. There might not have been an exchange of, man, I'm still living for myself. I know I've heard about this Jesus that people talk about. I've heard about it. But there hasn't been an exchange for my life. Which means that you did not have the gift of the Holy Spirit inside of you. So I'm speaking to you now. And I want to give you an opportunity to... Make that exchange and say, Jesus, I want that gift. I want to lay down my life and live for you the way you died for me. So if any of you want to make that exchange today, say, I don't want to live for myself. I want to confess with my mouth today. Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life from this day. If that's you, I want to ask you maybe to raise your hand while everyone's eyes, everyone's eyes are closed. If that's you, you want to make that exchange. Jesus died for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus died for you. You rose again so that you can live. The Bible says that when someone responds to the call of Jesus, there's a party happening up in heaven. So we want to celebrate. Come, Lord. Come, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you come and you wash us clean. And Father, there's nothing that we can do, just receive your love, receive that gift. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. And then I want to pray for those. I want you to boldly stand up now. If you feel like, and I, I made that exchange, Sherman. I've even gotten baptized, Sherman. But man, I've been living a little bit for myself. I've, I've added God to my ways. If that's you, I want to ask you to stand. I want to pray with you that he will be the one you love for again. That exchange to continue. And maybe there's a time even that we can repent and say, Lord, forgive me for picking up that old man again. If that's you this afternoon, won't you stand with me? Thank you, Lord. On. Father, so I pray, Lord, for now, Father, as we respond to you, your call, Lord. That, Lord, you'll come be the center of our lives again. That the old man is gone, the new has come, Father. And that your spirit be awakened in us again, Lord. To be strangers on this planet, Lord, for your name's sake, for your Glory, Father, for your kingdom, God. Thank you, Father. Come on. And maybe even for those guys who did get baptized last week. I know um, we called you up earlier, but maybe you can come up again on this side. And we'd like to pray that that commitment that you made will continue to be his story. His story. Maybe those guys can come out to to my left over here. Your right, those guys that got baptized last week. Thank you, Lord. Maybe some of the guys can come and pray over them. And then also the girl that maybe responded now. Nah, can you come and join me? I want to pray with you and and Yana as well. Maybe if you can come forward. Maybe if we can just get guys together and some. Kaylee, everyone, (laughs) she responded to the Lord, just that you will be her Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father. And then we've got Yana as well that's responded. So maybe if if you can just extend your hands and just pray with these guys, pray with them, that the Lord will now just continue to help them, help us all. So, Lord, we we ask you, Father, that your spirit will be activated again in all of our lives, Lord. Father, that you will rule and you will reign. That your kingdom will come and we'll be conduits, Lord, for your kingdom. Not our kingdom, not our world, not our lives, Lord. Because that man, that girl is gone. Your spirit is alive. Ask you to help us, Lord, to fight the flesh daily. So that your spirit can be alive in Jesus' name.